0: Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. It's trap. There's no comfort fitting in a fake safety and no one believes it Have you seen? The Oreo-flavored Oreos.
1: Huh? I mean, Oreos taste like Oreos normally, right?
0: Yes. I'm not okay. sure if it's real or if it was just a meme that was floating around, but I saw somebody with a package of like what I think was like the ultimate. Because we went from like double-stuffed right, to like mega-stuffed or ultra-stuffed or something, and I saw one that was just like...
1: I thought they had to... Rename it. You remember how they had to not say extra large cups anymore or something? I thought it was more like that. I didn't realize there was a difference in the amount of stuffing.
0: Wait, wait, what? Extra large cups?
1: Yeah. Do you remember like the, when the government made fast food, not have the same size sodas? Like remember like a small was like what a medium would be today or something.
0: Right, right. So now when you go to, you know, like Burger King or something, the, the medium is gigantic because they have to call it a medium.
1: Right, yeah. There's, there's something they had to change or whatever, and it just made them have to come up with a different way of calling it. Just like uh, cigarettes with, like, the blues and the silvers. Not allowed to call it ultralights because it, they said it made people think they were healthy. Like, what? Nobody thinks the cigarettes are healthy. Well,
0: and they altered the prices too because now if you don't specify, they give you you know the medium, which used to be a medium. Yeah. But is now a large, but you're paying for a large. You just have yeah. to mini size or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, you you remember when we were up in Vermont and we they're not allowed to have plastic straws there. Remember that? Yeah. So like the cups are plastic. Whereas like back where you can have plastic straws, like the cups were paper and the straws were plastic.
0: Vermont is wild.
1: It's so funny.
0: But the reason I ask you about the Oreos is because uh, there's there's been a, some big milk stories in the news.
1: Really? Because milk's expensive by the way. It is very expensive. To buy expensive. a lot of it. So, what's going on with Canadian milk, man? Not the milkman, but the Canadian milk man.
0: Well, in Ontario, a farmer did a bit of I don't know if I'll call it whistleblowing, but we'll just say some behind the scenes action where he let everyone in on the fact that he had to dump 30,000 liters of milk because he was over quota. Oh, man. So in order to keep prices and supply fixed, the Canadian Dairy Commission dictates the precise amount of milk that you can
1: produce. It's very similar to what we did during the new deal and stuff like that to during the great depression to supposedly fix the economy. We just let stuff rot on the docks because the prices were fixed and they had to make sure the demand and supply matched the price.
0: And, and, and like just dairy as a whole, I know is kind of a, A bit of a meme to some Canadians because they talk about uh, like foreign cheeses like people who sneak over the border to get cheap cheese because if you if you legally import cheese I think it's upwards of like 400% the tariff so there's not a lot of foreign dairy in Canada but I think that nationalism protectionism piece aside Mm -hmm. The fact that they fix the prices and the supply, especially when over the last 12 months or so, the price has already increased north of 10%. I don't
1: want to be that guy who's just a stickler, but with things with the economy, you know me, I can't not say it. The price hasn't increased the value of your... Purchasing power has decreased. Remember that, guys. It's not Kroger charging more. It's your dollar worth less.
0: That might be true in a semi-free market with talking about inflation and fiat currency, but this is actually a price increase by this commission who sets prices and also sets Yes, yeah.
1: But again... Their prices increased due to probably the decrease due to in matching the value. Inflation, of yeah, right.
0: I, 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 fair point. You're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, price fixing only makes the situation worse because the natural, the natural market would have done things to counteract that. So, like again, let's let's go to what. Inflation actually is. Let's talk about that really quick. We'll just do a recap because this hits pretty on the point with why price fixing doesn't work. So any increase in the amount of dollars in a market is inflation, whether prices go down or not. Productivity increase is GDP going up. So like you could technically have... In fact, we have had a lot uh, for most of our existence in my life. We've had um, inflation while prices go down because the the true GDP, like the productivity of, of, say, the United States was going up faster. So prices were actually decreasing because we were producing so much more even though we were inflate, inflating by putting more dollars in so the prices would have been going down fast more drastically your purchasing power would have been much more with a dollar if we weren't inflating but people today refer to inflation as like prices going up and that's not what it is what happens in a market that is let's say the prices are higher than the than the productivity um and but the production could be is cheap enough and could be much better it is like people see oh there's there's a pretty good gap in your my profit margins here between what people are paying for the product and what i can produce it for so i'm going to increase my production now because i can make tons of money on my milk So then they increase their production, which, because of people's so-called greed, will, in a natural market, bring the prices down because more of the product is getting into the market. So because of the profiteer's greed, he brings prices down to where it's more affordable for consumers, for people who need milk, for people who need milk for their babies and whatnot. But in a price fixed market they have to a lot this is why they have to destroy milk because now you have these allowed farmers nobody else can get into it without approval right allowed milk farmers and they have to allow this is the prices set at and it's much higher than the productivity that any of them could produce obviously right so they have to say oh you can only approve because if somebody just started producing like crazy and flooding the market with milk the prices either go down or he would sell all the milk you know what i mean so to keep all the farmers happy they have to say oh you get to do this much this much this much this much because the prices are fixed which, again, doesn't allow anybody new into the market without approval. You can't just become a milk dude now. So it keeps anybody from coming in, which would naturally lower the price. And that's supposedly the goal, right? Is I mean, that's how they sell price fixing. It's, oh, prices are increasing. We're going to fix it where it won't. But all they do is stop it from ever going down because they become the rulers, the monopoly of the milk at that point. But, I mean, it sucks that he had to throw that milk out. I mean, there's a lot of people that could have benefited from that hitting the market or being donated or anything.
0: Well, because let's say you are a a statist let's say you are a person who's like oh man the government should be in control of our lives (laughs) yeah i know that feels gross to you but even if you are that would the answer not be that anything above this quota gets bottled and sent to homeless shelters or to underdeveloped nations, or as a supplement to Let's welfare. Let's go
1: super statist, and we'll go dehydrated in powdered form and stored in <laughs> in some government uh, storage, like you know we do with fuel here, and then you'll have like a powdered milk surplus for Canada. Because we all know the government needs that kind of stuff. And they'll do the best thing ever with it. That would be totally statist. That would be like nationalist statist. I could see them. do. I just gave them an idea. They'll pass that bill next week. You're welcome, Justin Trudeau.
0: (laughs) So while I can typically see good intentions... That underlie a lot of things that go awry at the state level. Mm-hmm. This is one that I struggle with. I legitimately don't understand why you would create false scarcity.
1: Mm, for control? For the illusion of you trying to do the right thing? For... A reason to get a lot of money donated to you?
0: I guess what I'm saying is I can understand that. I can understand the politics and the manipulation at play, but I don't okay. understand how it was sold to people. Right. What I'm saying is most mm-hmm. of the things that are deeply flawed.
1: Like rent and, control.
0: Right. All these things that you just <sighs> keep saying, Oh, Oh, yeah, but here's how it helps the little guy. Even though it's not technically correct, I can see how people would buy that.
1: Whereas, well, do you see how people buy rent control? Because I think it's the same question. I mean, it's doing the same thing. You're fixing the price of a product that's it's not a natural rate. And so, rent control is deeply flawed it in every circumstance that we have it you can see the difference you know states with rent control the prices of rent are astronomically higher than places without and and you see the 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 displacement of the poor or the less fortunate and and it's a problem to to the to the extent that most of these cities that do it they're constantly talking about the price of rent and how they need to do more to control the price of rent. But every time they add any new rent controls, it just destroys the market even more.
0: But but that I understand. I, I do understand how they sold that. So okay, again, I know that in actuality and in practice, it harms those people. But it's easier for you to sell that because they don't directly talk about fixing the supply they in fact do manipulate the supply by fixing the cost but -hmm. there's no quota on houses there's no saying you can't build more than one house a year Mm -hmm. or something like that they do price fixing and say rent control the little guy pays less because we're able to control the rent that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah and they don't really talk about like because section 8 housing is controlled like that like the way it's built and where it's built and stuff like that but they don't talk about that when they talk about rent control so
0: right what i'm what i'm saying is price fixing you you can sell because if if i if i have a a group of voters i can say without this price fixing milk would be thirty dollars a liter
1: Right and I think that's what happens is they just promise to fix the price at a reasonable level that will not go above you know the the amount but then they don't say how they're going to do it right <laughs> and then they find and and they probably don't intend on destroying the over produced milk what happens is all the dairy farmers need to know that they're going to at least be able to sell a certain amount, right? Because people aren't going to buy as much at say a higher price or they're going to buy more. So they have to have a certain amount. So whatever they come up with, whatever the price is, it's they, they have to like, Oh, well to keep the farmers happy who are donating the big, you know, the big dairy farmers. We need to give each one of them has to get their amount. And then the farmers that, you know, the politicians that get the money from the, you know, they'll argue over who should have the more, the higher quota or whatever because he donated to my campaign or what, you know, you know how it works with that. But I don't even think that they intend on destroying the shit. They just realize that, oh, we can't let them just produce because we've got the price fixed here and they're just going to produce like crazy. Or if the price is fixed too low, they're, they're, they're not going to produce like great. So like they have to fix it high enough that they'll produce. But then if it's fixed high enough, they'll produce and it'll never go down to where it's not worth it to produce more they're just going to produce like crazy, right? To make that money. And they don't even realize that's going to happen because most of these people who do this, they don't understand economics. And then as soon as it's implemented, they realize, Oh shit, there's so much fucking milk on the shelves. that's not going to get bought or, and we've promised that they get X amount for each, you know, leader. That's why they agreed to this letting them take over the price of milk that they that then they start have to ration the amounts they allow them to produce or destroy the over and the, in a lot of circumstances the government will actually buy the uh, the product that they're going to destroy from the farmer so not only are you losing that, product that's going to bring the price down naturally but you're also paying taxes to buy it from the farmer because it's a jobs creating market right so like you don't want the farmer to not have the money to keep people on their staff and they promised all the wages won't go down under my administration and whatnot so like they'll buy the milk And then it's causing inflation, so the people are still taking pay decreases, even though it just doesn't look like it on paper, because they, you know, in the U.S., the dollar rate, you get paid the same amount of dollars, like, oh, I didn't get a pay decrease, but you did. So, the decrease in pay that you were trying to avoid to begin with, that you ruined this entire economy over, like you still got the, you ruined the economy and got the pay decrease.
0: So, just going back to this idea being sold to the general public, is your position that it likely didn't include the quotas initially and was. Mm set as oh we have to fix prices
1: right because typically have- what they'll do is they'll pass the thing and then they'll also pass a bill at least in here in the United States what they'll do is they'll they'll start an agency and like like the ATF here right also which doesn't have really any rules so like they'll know that they can't pass a bunch of laws doing this stuff right because the people won't they'll they'll flip out if they're voting for them to destroy milk right and so in the united states they'll start an agency that'll just make an arbitrary rule up right And all these rules to to do the thing so they just say oh we want the price fixed here that's voted on and then we'll start this agency and they do all the dirty work because they don't have to vote on shit We'll just say, hey, now this the ATF is in charge of this, right? And we never agreed to that, but we did agree to something a long time ago about a gun somewhere. And now ATF has created all these new laws that technically shouldn't be laws because they were never voted on to be a law. But what happened was the Congress voted on the ATF to take that off our hands we can't vote on every little thing and then it just snowballs
0: so you you call it something like the board of happy cows and you just right. give them a blank slate
1: and they're just do-gooders trying to make sure that cows don't get abused and milk prices don't get too high
0: so if we if we look at if we look at how it gets sold initially i think You you raise a good point that you don't actually have to explain all that. It can sort of come over time. It's a slippery slope, which I know a lot of folks call a fallacy, but that's sort of a fallacy fallacy. (laughs) So if we're going forward, though, and we're now seeing this, how does your average citizen look at this and
1: justify it? I don't think they do. I don't think they look at it. I don't think your average citizen who votes um, for any of this knows what really happens. I think they just go, fuck, man, milk's getting too expensive. I just want it to be a little cheaper. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to fix prices here. I know it's not cheaper, but it's not going to go up. You And they're like, well, it's been going up, so let's do that. And I mean, I think there's as much thought that goes into it because people don't... That's the thing about voting and this kind of government control over things is people don't look at it the same as if it was in their household or if they were making the decision just strictly for them. It's uh, this overarching thing where... You know, you're, you're telling the so-called evil milk guy he can't gouge you because that's what people think I mean now I don't think it's as easy to do today as it was not that long ago but like when prices started going up here um, this time they were everybody started jumping on Kroger in the US right Kroger's charging too much for food, and Tyson Chicken, they're the bad guys, right? And it didn't really work as well as it did in 08, because I remember in 08, it it did work. I, I think more people relied on the major news networks, and they were like, you just need to get out and spend. If you're a patriot, spend your money. Quit hoarding your money. That's what's wrong. Is people are scared, so they're saving their money. That's why the economy is going bad. That was just screamed at, you know, from the mountaintops, and and I still hear people talk about an economy as if it's the economy is rated by the consumers' spending, as opposed to. The production, produced, the the things produced, which is the uh, that's the opposite of what if <laughs> what a good economy is. Everybody's spending, but there's nothing produced. You're just spending money on nothing or on crap. So your your work hours to make that money is worth the trinket that you got with it, you know, but. Like I was saying, today I feel with the internet, there's a lot more people who understand at least a little bit better than they did back in 08. I mean, do you feel that way when you talk to people just out in the open in the real world?
0: I do, actually. I I do feel that the last, let's call it two years, two and a half years, nearly three now, Have actually been really good for that I think some people have doubled down in their convictions and have gone the other way but Mm -hmm. I think on the whole on the whole I think people are less trusting of not just the government but of all institutions Mm mm-hmm Anything that's sort of connected in that web, whether it be the corporate media on down through the various different channels.
1: You're trying to say it without calling it fascism. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that too, because fascism, like the word fascism holds uh, this other thing in it, which is like the racism and stuff like that, because that it's been very prevalent in fascist nations, but a, fashions, a fascist economy is just what we have, where it's, con- it's corporate connection, government control. And we're not fully fascist because there are markets where the government is not involved that much. It would have to be more involved to be a fully fascist economy, but we're rapidly getting to the point that all industry is very much controlled by government in some form or fashion
0: well and I I also think that it, it is a bit of projection that has ultimately led to a lot of those words losing their meaning or at least changing their meaning because that very same corporate media throws out words like fascist and fascism in the same way that for a long time they did racist and racism so much so that it just sort of becomes a meme it's just a joke like it's such a trope (laughs) what was that what's the idea that um everyone i don't like is racist yeah you know how all those republican senators were trying to pass laws against gays and then it turns out that they were gay yeah, it feels a bit like that, where everyone's calling out fascism, and the people who are loud about calling everyone else to fascist are an outgrowth of
1: yeah, they're fascism. directly involved in a a very government corporate yeah, relationship. You, yeah. you you
0: see all these these organizations that feel very grassroots, but then you later find out that it was astroturfing. Yeah so much of that has been happening so blatantly
1: yes the american people have turf toe